Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki Master Teacher and author of Life is No Coincidence, The Life and Afterlife Connection, and The Living Spirit, which shares stories of spiritual awakening, spiritual communication, healing energies, many miracles, and ways to know your intuition or sixth sense for navigating a physical life and finding peace, prosperity, and definitely happiness. I am delighted to welcome Dr. Draven James, author of Freedom is Your Birthright, which shares ways to find peace each and every day, no matter the situation, and also shares tips for the holidays, which often add extra stress. Hello, Dr. James, and thank you for joining us on Healing from Within to help us learn how to relinquish bitterness, unhappiness, and learn to let go of resistance so we can shine through all the challenges of our life. Oh, thank you for being here. I'm excited to be with you this afternoon. Draven, as listeners of Healing from Within have come to expect, over the many years, my guests and I share intimate experiences and insights on the topic of energy, metaphysics, and the combination of life forces that define our potential to succeed in both the physical and spiritual aspects of living. For, as you and I know, and many out there, we are much more than we appear to be, and it is only by embracing our soul essence, intuition, and self that we can really thrive in this changing environment and our everyday challenges. The seeming duality or separation in many aspects of life when we truly become awakened, we find uh, we are united within our own lives and in our relationships, and we discover that separation is only an illusion there to actually work for us and to remind us of who we really are. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Dr. Draven James will share ways to look at family tensions, uh, all the time during holidays especially they become uh, so much more extensive and find ways to actually relinquish fears and bitterness and find ways to remember what is really important and what we wish to really celebrate we will learn how to let go of resistance which is a very hard thing to do uh, and it only holds pain and resentment and no path forward to happiness so we will also learn how to prioritize so we don't deplete our energy and natural state of happiness and well-being. It's a lot to learn. But it's very a lot to learn, but we can do it. We can do it, and p- many people are doing it and, and finding that when they were acting a certain way before they knew all these concepts of how energy really works, they were struggling And once they're able to adapt and put these uh, principles into their everyday life, life becomes so wonderful, so much easier. Yeah. So I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, a place, an event, or an experience that may have shown them something of their true nature and the lifestyle, work, and interests they might enjoy as an adult. Because I get such fascinating 
answers when we think back to how it all began for each of us. Yes, and I want to tell you that my story on that is something that's very close and dear to my heart. In fact, I tell it a lot. It actually was when I was 17 years old. I just graduated from high school and on my way to college. I went to college, as you probably know, and studied pharmacy and got a doctorate degree in pharmacy. But that summer, right after graduating high school, my brother, who was a year younger than me, gave me a book. It was The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. It's a small book. Most people know that book, right? Mm -hmm. But it unleashed something in me that had been brewing for years. Uh, That book told, when I finished that book, small book, I knew that I was supposed to do something to help better people, help people realize how powerful they were, to help them really live in their trueness, in their authentic state. And on the surface, you would say, well, you're going into healthcare. That's it. But I knew, I didn't, I didn't have the, the language of inspirational speaker or motivational speaker. I didn't, I'd never really heard those terms, terms before. In fact, I'm sure I'd never heard those terms before. But when I read that book, I knew it was something that had to do with telling people and alerting them to who they really were. Now I want to go back a little bit further. All, practically all of my young child life, my mom attended two churches. On Saturdays, we went to a New Thought Church. And on Sundays, we went to a traditional church on Sundays. And we were in church all day on Sundays, all day on Saturdays. The churches were different in the way they taught. But in my little mind, I would always ask my mom, like, why don't you want the people at the other church to know you go to this type of church? They're really saying the same thing. Mm. And she's like, no, they wouldn't, they wouldn't understand. But when I read that book, it all it, it all like meshed together. I was like, "This is it to understand our inner workings." Well, even as a child, you had a, an awareness of the beauty of universal energy and spirit, and that there was more than our physical life. I had that also, uh, but I didn't have a spiritual um, practice going to temple uh, when I was younger. Uh, but I just knew I wanted to help people. I wanted them to be happy and healthy. And as an empath, I was feeling a lot of the pain and fear of many people. And I got sick a lot because I was ingesting the energy of many of the people around me. But I also have a story when I was 17. It's funny that it happened for you at 17. Because at 17, I sure I saw a show. Maybe it was my first Broadway show. I'm not really sure. The show was Man of La Mancha, about an older man who went out into the world to help people and right the unrightable wrongs. And that music kept playing over and over. And I wanted to go where angels were afraid to go to, to help people and to solve many of the problems. So you see, we were born. That was our destiny however long yes. it would take to find it and however much we would have to learn before we could serve and uh, be messengers of the divine, actually. So, yeah, by you saying it happened at 17, there must be milestones for people like us. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Intuit right. healers. <laughs> 
and and spirit must must you know be meeting us at the point in our life where they want us to awaken to different realities. So I think that's fabulous. Now let's go on to something about your present day life and work, and why you may have decided to write. Uh, freedom is your birthright, and also offer um, prescriptions for happy holidays. So tell us of any of that. Yes, yeah, so I so I'll, another fascinating story. I at seventeen started studying everything I could about peace and writing journals. I never stopped. I went to pharmacy school, I got a doctorate degree, but I kept studying the concept of what I now call peace. And in my career as a pharmacist, I had adopted uh, a process that I was doing that I was very comfortable with. It was giving me, uh, it, was, it was allowing me to be in my passion. And I was a consultant, and I would do lectures all over the place. And at the end of my lecture series, I would end with a peace concept, and I'd teach people about their powerful self and how to navigate different things. And I'd call it five five minutes of peace or something like that. Well, fast forward many years of doing that, and I was satisfied with doing that and studying, but I knew that there was more that I was supposed to do more. One of the clients that I call on as a pharmacist called me and said, we'd like for you to be a keynote speaker at an upcoming uh, company event. I said, sure, no problem. I had done that many times and for the company that I worked for, and the topic always had to do around drug care. But this time, the ending of the conversation su- surprised me. They said, we do not want you to talk about pharmacy. Mm. We want you to talk about that peace concept that you do at the end. It fascinates everybody. And this is a room of you know, patients, nurses, doctors, administrators. They all would attend these lectures that I did once a month. And I was excited. And I did that, and it just resonated with the people, but I felt something in me, that feeling like you know when you've arrived at home, like this is the reason that I've come here. And so it allowed me to uh, venture out a little bit more, do a little bit more speaking. But in 2015, I had a collapse of my world, as it were. I think of my world in three compartments, and I talk about the big three, health, wealth, and relationship. And I always say that, any goal that we have, desires that we have, fall into those three categories, health, wealth, and relationship. Or in 2015, all three of mine changed dramatically. I started to hit rocky roads in all three. My marriage of 20 years um, started falling apart. My health, I got diagnosed with, um, well, I was in the process of being diagnosed. They were doing all these types of tests to find out what was going on. They eventually diagnosed with, with an autoimmune disease, and I lost my job. Wow, and, that's right. Exactly, yeah, that's <laughs> so, overwhelming. Yeah, it is overwhelming. But something happened because what happened was I I started really holding on to what I knew was true, and that's when I decided to write my book, "Freedom Is Your Birthright," because I was truly free in that moment to perceive my life any way that I wanted to. And of course, I'd always been free to do that, but I, it never became so apparent to me when all, everything in my world was crumbling. And I said, okay, you can stand here and you can pretend like you don't have any uh, where else to go but down. But this is change. And change is an evolution. It's just like a, a butterfly coming out of a cocoon. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some rough spots. But let's go back to what we know. And what I knew is that my life, what I enjoyed, was helping people right. become their most powerful self. And in the writing of that book, I rebirthed myself. 
You know, my next question was, why did you write Freedom is Your Birthright? And you just told us, but I want to read something that you wrote. Freedom is your birthright and is the first stepping stone on this lifelong journey towards everyday peace. When you finish reading and completing the exercises in this tiny book, you will have discovered that your freedom is a precious gift. You will no longer be comfortable with relinquishing your freedom to the trials and tribulations of daily life. You will, be, you will become more aware of how exercising your freedom in every situation is more beneficial than giving way to anger, sadness, bravado, or any other form of ego activity. Everyday peace is possible. We are designed to live every day at peace. It is the, the deviation from this natural process and design that has caused our emotional upset off the charge stress levels and the upheaval in every other aspect of our life. The deviation from a life of everyday peace has left us no choice but to embrace an unnatural life of everyday chaos. And that's what's happening in the world right now. It yes, is. It, it is. Because, it is. you know, they they don't understand who they are, many of the people. They don't understand that they're spiritual beings having a physical reality at the moment. They're eternal. They're an eternal life force and connected to everyone and everything. And when one is having difficulty, it uh, translates to other people. So this is this is what you had as a child this is what you know this is what I in a sense knew and was looking for and long ago I went to Lilydale in New York next to it's near Canada it's near Buffalo and uh, there's a place there called Lilydale and healers and people like us come to speak and to learn and to share and be with like minded people and I went there and there was a woman there who was doing a healing for some of my students. And when she came to me, she gave everybody a reading. <laughs> but but when she came to me, she said, I wish you peace. Wow. So she wished me what you have discovered and which has been a little harder for me, being a type A personality and... and, and mm, being raised by perfectionist parents, perhaps. Uh, so, so, yeah, and here we are. And here we are. And I want to give you my definition, not my definition, but the definition that I have adopted in everyday peace for the mm -hmm. word peace. Peace is wholeness, completeness, yes. nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Who wouldn't want that? I wish you wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, right. totality. And peace for me is the same thing. It's living comfortably oh. in your physical body and in this world with every challenge and knowing you have the resources to call on help from spirit. So I found it. <laughs> maybe she yes. wished it to me. Maybe she knew I would find it. And maybe she knew that was the only thing that I had to concentrate on because I had done everything else. Whatever it was, it was a beautiful thing. So now you also discuss um, external and in 
eternal freedom. And this is an important concept. So tell us something about that. Oh, I love that part of the book. And I talked to people. And in fact, I was interviewed somewhere else and someone said to me, well, not everyone can have freedom. And I said, well, but the freedom that you're referring to is the external freedom. But I will tell you that when you get to a point of of exercising your internal freedom, your external world will have no choice but to organically follow suit. Yes. But the mm-hmm. external freedoms are the things, you know, when I think about external freedoms, in fact, I wrote about in the book that for many years I worked as a consultant and I was on the road at 3.30 in the morning or really at my desk, whoever I was going to be by 3.30 in the morning because I traveled a distance and I didn't want to hit traffic and all of that. So I'd be at my desk by 3.30 in the morning and the days were long. And by the end of the day, I was so tired and I'd be ready to, you know, just dash back to the house and so I could get rest. But then I thought, I think about the external world and how we have to have order. We can't have chaos. You can't have Dr. Drayvon James because she's tired driving 100 miles per hour. No, there are restraints on this. When, you, when you're operating in this physical world, there is order, and we follow that order to keep one another safe. And so those are external freedoms. And, and you know, we have, we're not free to walk into our job with absolutely no clothing on. I always think about that um, Story, story of the child about that. I think it was the king who wore no clothes. <laughs> Me right? too. I love that story. I, yeah, do, I, love that story. I do love that story. And you know what? That's what's wrong with society right now. That's why we're having all this political upheaval because some groups of people think we can do anything we want. But of right, course, right, right. But we, we can't. We yeah. Right. And this is the external world. And so it's dependent upon you and I recognizing the restraints when it says there's a red light or there's a green light. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are external freedoms that we share. And so we're, we welcome this sharing because when we share and we operate within these external uh, guidelines, it shows love to our fellow man. But then there is something. Because I'm also reminded of people who live in countries who don't have all of the freedoms that we have. You know, here we speak so liberally. We can we can change our mind about our careers. We as women have so many liberties that other our other sisters in other countries do not have. Thank and of you. Of course, we don't. Thank you, Drevon. Yeah, Dre- thank yeah. you, Drevon, for saying that. Because I'm very much on the same wavelength. Yes, this country has the most diversity of any nation in the world. And it was founded by the founding fathers who were spiritually guided to give us the Constitution and the way forward to do exactly what we have done. Yes, we have made mistakes and people have been hurt here and in other nations. But we still have a nation worthy to be proud of and where we can share love and where there doesn't have to be the divisiveness uh, that we're seeing happen now. But maybe because of this divisiveness and change, we're going to come to the peace and the love that you and I are working for and talking about. So thank you very much for saying what you just said. Oh, you're so welcome. So, and that leads us to the internal freedoms. Now, the internal freedoms, even with all of the wonderful external freedoms that we do have, if we do not live in a space where we are embracing our internal freedoms, well, all of our external freedoms will become like a chain, a ball and chain, mm. because we are not free inside. And we are free. We are free indeed. But if we don't learn to exercise those freedoms, understanding that 
we, along with the Creator, have total mastery over what we can make of this journey. Like, we don't, of course, control. There are things that happen that we were not prepared for, right, which make for the journey to seem relatively sad. I told you about my 2015, yes. and you hold your head and you wonder why. Right. And, you know, why was they were opportunities and you right. You surpassed your own abilities to accept the challenge. And I'm sure you went through it beautifully. Yes, that's the purpose. Everything is everything is an opportunity. Everything part in our that's in our life journey. Uh, We plan for even before our soul took on this life. And all we have to do is keep remembering to ask for help, both from above and from people here with us. See, a lot of people are afraid to ask for help. They think they have to do it all alone. And you're right. We have this personal power within us. And if we shine it out into the light, if we expose it, we create uh, that environment of love because that's what we were born to do. That is the freedom you're talking about. Our spirit is free. Our energy is free. Our energy is uniquely special to our journey, but yet it is also for the evolution of humanity. And what's happening now in the world uh, is also an opportunity for more people to awaken and to grow. And I want to go on to how, because our listeners need to know how to do this. We need to know how to get past the blame, the anger, the lower vibrational emotions. We're going to feel them. We must feel them. And we must know them, but we can't live in them and reside in them. So tell our listeners, how do you handle dealing with people or challenges that are uncomfortable for you? As an empath, all, I, I know there's many things that are uncomfortable for me. So, Right, because you can, you can feel all of these. Yes. But first of all is to become aware. So many people live their life and they're not aware of themselves. They're not aware when their own energies change. Right. They're not aware when they walk into a space, into a room, and you probably have had this experience. I know that I have. I walked into a room, and you can tell the energy in the room. There's something going on there, mm-hmm. and it comes on you, Right. So you, you want to be aware of what, what moves you to feel certain things. You are more than just flesh and bones. Um, you know, there's, it says we are made in the image of God, which means that we have the ability to feel and to feel deeply. That is a gift. Mm-hmm. Now, once you, once you understand who you are and what your triggers are and what, you, what you're feeling and you're aware of them, Yes, you can either engage or disengage. You can walk out. You can say no, and you and you can pray for those people, ask for help for them, and take yourself out of the energy that you won't be able to change anyhow because those people must do it in the right time and place. So yes, in the right you, time and place, and that's what I'm in. In their journey, in their words. journey. I was looking. It's the next process is surrendering to the correct next action you see we always want to go to fix it mode right because we don't want anything when something is a bit uh out of sorts it makes us uncomfortable and our flesh does not like to be uncomfortable so we we have all of these the the ego has a bag of tricks and blame is one of them and a bag of tricks in which it's trying to fix the situation either by blaming someone for it by shaming you because you shouldn't be in it, you know, or by having you go to this heroic, almost life-sacrificing uh, uh, 
feet and trying to correct it. The first thing we have to do is to surrender to what appears to be. And I say appears to be because these fleshly eyes are flawed, right? They yes. only can see things working in this realm. They can't see things working in the other realm. So we have to, uh, we have to surrender to what, ap- what appears to be. It doesn't mean we have to say, oh, my goodness, I'm giving up. It says, I am aware of this, and there is no resistance. Yes. Because when I yeah, when yeah, I re- that's an important word resistance. We're having a lot of resistance yeah. in a lot of places right now. Now look, you can spend a lifetime letting circumstances and people convince you that you don't deserve freedom or or you can stand in the face of these circumstances and people and declare that freedom is your birthright and that you choose freedom. That's what you've chosen to do and that's what I've chosen to do. So I I know in, you know, I have found that self-investigation and coming to appreciate or love yourself just as you are makes it really possible to deal with all people and see them just as they are. And you become healthier and you help them become healthier. In my book, The Living Spirit, I wrote, When following your spiritual path, it is critical that you learn to avoid being vulnerable from damaged or toxic people and to emote greater loving feelings to help in their healing. These individuals operate on a lower vibrational frequency, and many of them are quite comfortable doing so. Perhaps they resonated with you at some point in your life, but as you seek your own truth and enlightenment, They will keep you stagnant and rooted in old beliefs that you need to shed in order to move to the next level. They can also drain you of the positive energy and joy that is your natural state and God-given right. And that's why you had those challenges. And that's why you realized you could have another job that would make you healthier and happier and found it. And perhaps that's why the autoimmune happened, because you were dealing with the energy of people not on your level. So, yes, so, yes. You, you are 100%. Everything that you just said is 100%. So freedom's going to take sacrifice, you say, but it will be well worth it. Actually, Albert Camus said that freedom is nothing else but a chance to be better. That was in your book, and I liked it. Freedom is nothing else but a chance to be better, and that's what we're in this world to learn, how to improve ourselves, refine our energy. So when we go back to spirit, We've accomplished what we came to do in this life, which is simply to find happiness, peace, and refine our energy, our spiritual energy, our spiritual life. So that's very beautiful. Yeah. It is. And when you surrender to that, your journey becomes sweeter. You realize there's nothing to fight. Right. And the resistance drops away. Just like when you have a scab and a sore, as it heals, eventually uh, the dead tissue drops away and you're renewed and restored so i want to thank you dr draven james author of freedom is your birthright for sharing in a very special concise clear way much about our essential life force and our combined physical and spiritual energy which allows us to know that freedom is our birthright and knowing who we are as spiritual beings is also the key to a more authentic positive healthy life To find out how to accomplish this and purchase this book, go to drdravonjames.com or 
Amazon.com. In, in summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have come to realize the simple shifts we may choose that can encourage us to live and walk in a peaceful way, understanding the needs of people, other people, and ourselves, while encouraging our own personal self-development and living the life we were born to live as souls, enjoying this physical world and learning to remember the divinity within us and the freedom we may enjoy if we move past the resistance we just talked about of any kind and embrace what calls us to action and positive thinking and the improvement of ourselves, families, communities, and indeed the world. We must move past conventional thinking and what the world might expect of us to find the truth within and to honor, love, and appreciate life and all living beings without expecting perfection. As Dr. Dravin James wrote, I really want to be an anomaly to the commonly held view. Growth happens in the struggle. I wanted to be a good person, and I wanted to grow without any challenges, without adversity. I'm sure that you already know that prayer was not answered, not in the way that I prayed it. Yes, I grew just like every other living thing on the planet. I grew through my challenges. Draven and I would have you know that the experiences or challenges that come into all of our lives is the real way to know ourselves in the world in a new way, a better way than before the event, and to continue to move forward with goodwill, clear intentions, grow in love and personal awareness, find the joy of life, grow from the challenge, don't let it limit or restrict you in any way, but accept and surrender in forgiveness, if need be, and in love with life and spirit. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within, author of Life is No Coincidence and the Living Spirit, and I invite you to visit my website to read about and listen to leaders in the metaphysical, the scientific, the religious, the spiritual, the medical, and the arts and music share ways to enhance and know life in all aspects for healing, loving, and learning about who we are and to find our pathway forward. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com.